Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A lot of good things to talk about. The Saints beat the Bucks. They stay alive in the hunt for the playoffs. So what did you think of the Saints win? I mean, I, I was impressed. And, I, I you know, I, the opening drive, I mean, throughout the game, this, this is the team that we have been waiting to see at the beginning of the year. All the people that were talking about how great the Saints can be, this is what we saw. And they beat the Bucks, a team that was red hot in Tampa Bay on the road. So that was impressive. Now, there are reports that the Saints um, are expected to keep Dennis Allen as head coach and Derek Carr as starting quarterback. But Pete Carmichael's position as offensive coordinator might not be secure. Also, LSU beat Wisconsin in the ReliaQuest Bowl in Orlando. And quarterback Garrick Nussmeyer, he uh, certainly uh, gave us a glimpse of what could be an, an awesome uh, 20, uh, 2024 season. So here's an interesting question we'll talk about today. How did you feel about Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels being on the sidelines? He decided not to play, but he was on the sidelines cheering on the team. And as I said, when he made the decision to not play in the bowl game uh, to protect himself from, from the NFL, some, some players do that. Michael Pratt from Tulane did that. I, I understand that. I understand. But thinking about this over the weekend and seeing him there, it occurred to me that, you know, the team that brought you to the point where you won the Heisman Trophy the team that brought you to the point where you got so much attention to display your talent, the team that helped you display those talents, um, I think you kind of owe it to the team if you're a, if you're a player. I think you kind of owe it to the team to, to play. Michael Penix uh, with uh, Washington, he played. Now, he didn't win the Heisman Trophy, but he's getting ready for the NFL draft. Bo Nix, Oregon, he played in a bowl game. So, you know, I, I think while I understand why they don't play, it seems to me like they kind of owe it to the team to play. And it's going to be interesting to see, as I said last week, if, if there are not things done to secure those key players to play at a bowl game should a bowl game come up. Anyway, we're going to talk about that. But I kind of had ambivalent feelings about uh, Jaden Daniels being on the sidelines there. Um, ESPN is apologizing for showing a woman flashing her boob on Bourbon Street. Now, look, it happened during a live shot. And I say, so what? You know, it happens. Uh, it's, um, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, I mean, it's not the greatest publicity for the city, but it's not going to change anybody's life. And, and uh, you know, no, no kid is going to become a sex maniac because he or she saw that. 
Uh, it's not going to destroy any any young minds. It's, you know, something that just happened. And if your kids were watching and they saw it, don't you use that as a teaching moment. All right, we're going to talk about that. Also, some of the names of the men who use the services of Jeffrey Dahmer to have sex with underage girls may be released today. Should we know those names? I think we should. And this is the beginning of a presidential election year. And what an entertaining election year this is going to be. Also, did you celebrate New Year's Eve without drinking? Is it possible to celebrate without alcohol? Or drugs. All right, we're going to talk about that, and I, and I want to I want to applaud all of you who have um, been through it, and you're you're clean, and you're sober, and you've got things under control now, and you went through this celebration without drinking. Did you Did you have a good time? I, I think sometimes when when people drink, and and maybe people who have a drinking problem sometimes think, well, you know, you you can't have fun without drinking. I know drinking is associated with a lot of things like New Year's Eve, but you could actually have fun not drinking. I mean, I I drove down to the the fireworks display on the river, so I didn't have anything to drink. Um, Got home, I had a little bit to drink once I I got home. But, you know, we talk about drinking on this show, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's done responsibly. But I also uh, like to celebrate those who, who... who can celebrate things and, and go through life and have fun uh, without drinking. And also, why is beer drinking decreasing in America? So, look, we've got a lot to get to this afternoon. Ian Hoke is our senior producer. He is with us at the controls at the beginning of this brand new year. Good afternoon. Happy New Year. Good afternoon to you, too, as well. Um, I'm very cold. I've been cold since yesterday. Why? I did a polar plunge yesterday. I went you and, did? I went and jumped in the, the healing waters of Lake Pontchartrain. That's the first time I've described the, heard them described as healing waters. Well, it's a new year. It's a new yeah, year and a okay. new lake. No, you know, uh, we it's do a little thing. We uh, we rent a bus and get a bunch of people go out there. We jump in the river. Everybody, it's, it's not, not the river, the it's lake. It's chilly. It's cold. The water's cold. The water was pretty cold. The air wasn't so cold yesterday. I was worried it was going to be raining, and I thought, this is a formula for me getting pretty sick, <laughs> going yeah. swimming in this cold weather and the rain. Turned out to be actually quite lovely, and uh, I feel... Uh, rejuvenated and ready to tackle on our new year, but I'm still so cold. You know, you get that you, you get that chill in you, and and a lot of it is psychological, and you yeah. just you, you sometimes you just can't get rid of it, and and you know it could be the same temperature, and and in in your apartment or wherever. It could be the same temperature and you're you're hot or you're comfortable, or it could be the same temperature and you're just cold because you've just got that chill in you. Yeah, and you know, uh, I'm wearing my hat. I got my I nice wool hat. I'm wearing my scarf in here. I'm wearing a long sleeve flannel, and I'm still pretty cold. Maybe the, maybe this tea is going to warm me up. Maybe you need to just maybe I need to come in there and just give you a big warm you just hug. Come and go, just put hug me. Yeah. Hey man, I guess you <laughs> I guess you said Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, I said Jeffrey instead Dahmer. of Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Who, yeah. who can keep these guys? You know, I mean. Too many Jeffries. I know. Wow. They're both bad people. Yeah, clearly. And I think they're both dead. Yeah. Yeah, they're both dead. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. both dead, yeah. I didn't mean to suggest, meant to say Jeffrey Epstein. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, correcting me on that. Yes, people are eager for, to further, do that. Further proof that the show is not, uh, is not scripted. <laughs> um, hey, listen, I want to announce something that, you know, a lot of people were not with us last week because the holidays, you're distracted. A lot of people were traveling. Um, I want to mention that we really had some uh, great, uh, great nominees for the uh, Scoot on the Air Person of the Year for 2023. And a lot of great nominations. And then on, on Friday, the final day uh, of, the, of the, the year for our show, we uh, had the, the audience 
we had four different categories, and we had the audience pick a winner in each category, and then the winners of those four categories competed for for the finals. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we just I love the participation. I thank all of you for, for participating in that. And the winner of the SOTA Person of the Year for 2023 was was Matthew, the guy. One of our listeners is in Ukraine, and he's fighting for democracy. And he he was a he, he was the winner. And I think that was a really good winner. Uh, the finalists were uh, New Orleans Council Member at Large, um, Helena Moreno. Uh, let's see, who was one of the other ones? Uh, um, oh, let's shoot. see. I, I, okay, Matt, Matthew was one of them. Oh, I uh, was one of the. the oh, wait, well, come on, we can think about this. I didn't kill that many brain cells over the weekend. Oh, All right, I so have. it was. Um, no, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm think about this. Lady Tiger coach, uh, Kim Mulkey. Yes. Okay, so it was uh, Helena Moreno, Kim Mulkey, Matthew, and. Was, was it, it Jaden Daniels? No, I think it was. Was it Jimmy Buffett? It was Jimmy Buffett. That's right. Because we had, we had Kim Mulkey and, and Jaden Daniels in the same bracket. So yeah, it was Moreno. Wait a minute, Mulkey. Are, you, are we sure we're right about this? I feel pretty confident. Yeah, yeah. Because it was it, the fourth person was Jimmy Buffett. Okay. I feel sure. Anyway, out of those, Matthew won, and I think it was a good choice. And I thank the audience for participating. And Ian, you know, this is a, a tradition that uh, goes all the way back to 2023. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing we've been doing a long time yeah, now for a year, and uh, we'll look forward to doing it. <laughs> you know at least one more year in the future. It's, it's the beginning of a tradition, and, and it, it goes all the way back to last year. So we'll do that again uh, this year. And uh, some of our, our regular um, regular listeners, uh, regular callers, were uh, nominated uh, in the course of the nomination process that took place uh, throughout the week. And uh, that was uh, that was fun to, to talk about. So, look, I, I mean, I, I, I love to talk to you about the new year. If you want to talk about the beginning of 2024, how you celebrate it, how you're feeling, uh, are you positive? Are you negative? I mean, there's a lot of bad news out there. And I'm, I'm watching the news this morning and, you know, you can't be thrilled with the politics that's that's going on. It's um, I mean, it's just it's it's a uh, Charlie Foxtrot. It's just it's a. Uh, it's a total mess. It's a complete mess. And so, you know, if you if you pay too much attention to that, you know, you're going to be really down. So we're going to cover all of that. And I remind you that during this election year of 2024, I hope you'll tune into our show because this is a show that is based on um, a registered independent, based on a radical moderate um, who will call out both sides. And, you know, we're going to call it like we see it. Uh, regardless of the, the consequences. All right, I want to go to um, to St. Rose, and uh, Miss Kim is uh, joining us here. Miss Kim, Miss Kim, how are you this afternoon? Already on the station. Yeah, Miss Kim, you're on WWL. How you doing, Miss Kim? Oh, I'm wonderful. I just want to say, Scoot and Karen made my New Year's Eve, and we didn't have nothing to drink. We had Dickie's barbecue, <laughs> cheesecake, and Karen bought me beautiful bracelets. That's right. All right. So how was the, how was the the Dickies barbecue? Oh man, it was wonderful. Yeah. I like I said, school. You make it sound so good on that radio when you came in here with them bags. I was just as happy as a little old pig. Well, Miss Kim, I, I enjoyed it, was, it you know, so much. It, it was great to see you, and I'm glad we had a chance to spend a little bit of time with you. And it was. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to you by Christmas, but uh, got to you before the uh, the end of the year. 
And it was, oh, uh, again, it was, it was great, so great, great, great to see you. And um, so yeah, you, you look great. And I have to give a salute to my sponsor, Jeff Friend at River Road Body Shop, my God child, for helping me to continue my education for my blind school. I just want to say thank you to him. He's wonderful. And if your car messed up, go to River Road Body Shop. <laughs> He's a sweet, sweet guy. Right. And I thank y'all so very much. And all the listeners, have a happy, happy, blessed new year. Well, Miss Kim, I love your positive attitude. And it was uh, great to see you and to bring you a few things. And you know I love you. And uh, we'll stay in touch, okay? I love y'all too, baby. All right, Miss Kim. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Slidell. And uh, Tammy, you're on WWL. Hey, Tammy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. Thanks. I just wanted to say I agree with you on Jaden Daniels. I think he should have went all the way. Um, he brought us this far. The whole team brought us. And I think he should have been out there as well. Yeah. I, I mean, it just seemed kind of weird that he was there but not playing. And I get it. But, you know, there was a part of me that just that just thought, you know, you kind of owe it to the team and the fans to kind of be there for them. Although Garrett um, Nussmeyer was awesome. And I mean, I think LSU fans have a, a, a lot to be uh, uh, be grateful for and to uh, look forward to and be positive about it, it, the upcoming season in 2024, because it looks like we got uh, one hell of a quarterback. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. And I love the uh, the first shot at the text and uh, the, the text that, that come in early in the show, because we talk about all the things that we're going to talk about and we get a, a real... Um, a real uh, interesting uh, menage a trois of, uh, of tech. So we're going to get to that when we come back. And also, we're going to rel- relive some of the moments of the Saints game because the Saints game was awesome. And so it is so great that we can dedicate this song today to Baker Mayfield and the entire Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is the Saints team we have been waiting to see, and we saw them. And the Saints are still alive in the playoffs. I'm Scoot on the air. Happy New Year. It's 2024, and we'll be back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
One of the things that I love about celebrating every new year is that it is something that is common across the world. Celebrating the beginning of a new year is something we all share. Different religions, different races, countries, nationalities, we all celebrate this. China, Japan, Australia, the U.S., Europe. We all, we all come together and, and celebrate this. And, and I was downtown for the fireworks display, and once again, the fireworks on the river uh, for New Year's Eve was just incredible, and the New Orleans and Company did a, a great job pulling all that together with the help of a, a lot of other people. But it's 2024, and there was a, there was a, a, a um, there was a, um, what am I thinking? Oh, there was a, um, I'm just drawing a, a blank here. There was a marathon with a Twilight Zone. There was a Twilight Zone marathon on two different channels. And so I could go back and forth and, and, you know, pick the best episode. And in one of the episodes, there was some reference. I think Rod Serling made some reference to what would be what the world would be like in the year 2000. And it was nowhere near what he was talking about. But the, the Twilight Zone was done, what, 50s? So this would have been in, in I guess, the 50s, early 60s. And so at that point, the year 2000 seemed so far away that all these incredible things were going to happen. And for some reason, I just, I, I find the year 2024 to sound very futuristic. I mean, even though we're in the, the time right now. But looking back, when, when you were young, um, especially if you grew up as a baby boomer and you heard the year 2024, imagine all the things that you thought of that might be real that are not real. Like some of the things from the, the, the uh, animated series, The Jetsons, you know, uh, automatic sidewalks and, you know, flying cars and, you know, some of those things have not yet come true. But you would have thought a long time ago, oh, man, by 2024, we're going to have all of that stuff. All right. Let's get to uh, Ian Hoke with some of your early text messages. We're going to start out with James and Harvey, who says, great start to the new year. The sincerity, the sweetness, and positivity of Miss Kim should rub off. Hopefully, we can keep a lot of that throughout the year. It would be great. And, you know, here's Miss Kim. She's, she's blind, and she was a caller to our show. And, you know, this show, we, we helped her out, uh, helped her getting a new bed. She had uh, bed bugs, and this was following, um, uh, I guess it was Isaac. I think after the storm, she was having some issues. So we helped her out a couple of times, and I'm, I, I, I visit her uh, once in a while, and it had been a while. I was trying to get to her before Christmas, but I uh, got to her before before New Year's. And, you know, she's got such a positive attitude. And, she, um, you know, she's doing really well in life. She lives alone. She's blind and she lives alone. Now, she's got a neighbor who can run some errands for her uh, now and then. And she gets help from, um, she gets help from some, some service that services the blind. But she's, um, she's by herself and a very admirable woman and such a... Such a positive attitude. Love that. You know, I gave her a, I gave her a little bit of cash, and uh, she put it in her, her bra, and she said, nobody's getting that. It's been a long time since anybody's been in there. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got a great sense of humor. That's awesome. Um, okay, on to Jaden Daniels. Here's a text that says, Scoot, this is from Reed down the bayou in La Rose. I agree with you. Oh, I'm sorry. No, look at me scooting it up right out of the gate. I disagree with you. 
to an extent about Jaden not playing in that bowl game. I think this was the perfect opportunity to showcase LSU's possible next quarterback with Nussmeyer. I am really glad that he showed the world he can move the Tigers in 2024 football season. The whole team rallied and did what had to be done. The defense even showed up for the bowl game. Well, I agree with all of that, except I'm not I'm not sure that everybody was impressed with the, the defense uh, because, um, you know, um, there, there were a few points scored on the, on the Tigers. Uh, and I don't think Wisconsin was even ranked. So, you know, the defense is an area where they do need to, to work. But I understand the point about, uh, about Nussmeyer coming in and, and showing what he can do. But I just think in principle, I think a star player like Jaden Daniels, I think in a way he owes it to the team to, to play. And maybe he doesn't play the whole game. But, you know, the, the, the two people that didn't win the Heisman Trophy, who were two of the people who were nominated – uh, a total of four, uh, Bo Nix and Michael Penix. Uh, they both played in their bowl games. And, you know, looking back on it, I think uh, Jaden Daniels should have should have played in the game. Uh, I'll leave you with this one. Uh, okay, so what if the Saints and Mickey Loomis asked Jaden Daniels not to play because they were going to move up in the draft and select him? Do you still think he should have considered playing in the game yesterday? Well, I'm going to say yes, because I just I feel like that's something that uh, that players like that should do. I understand why they don't want to, but it occurred to me over the weekend while I was I was thinking about this, and I thought, you know, it, it the team, the team showcased their talent, the team around them, and I think they kind of owe it to the team to to help the team shine by playing in the in the game. And Bo Nix and Michael Penix, the other two quarterbacks who were nominated for uh, one of the finalists in the Heisman Trophy run. They played in their games, and I understand the possibility of, of injury, but, you know, there's a possibility of injury even in, in practice. So looking back on it, I understand why he didn't, but I think he, I think he should have played. I have a text message here, somebody asking, what's going on I-10 eastbound by Williams? Uh, just did a quick look at this. Uh, about half an hour ago, the right lane was blocked due to an accident. Then two right lanes were blocked uh, due to an accident. But now, just about five minutes ago, it says all lanes are open on I-10 East past Power Boulevard. Congestion is minimal. It looks pretty bad on the map, but if all lanes are open, you should see that go away pretty soon. Yeah, cool. All right, thanks for that update. Yeah, man. Hey, the actual traffic reporter will be in just a little bit later, but I'm happy to kind of hold that flag for a little bit. Cool. All right, if you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Look, I, I was impressed with the Saints game. I, I, was, I was just impressed with the way they played. I was impressed with the way they came out. They had this killer instinct, and, man, they put the Tampa Bay Bucks in their place on the road in Tampa Bay. And I think that's um, quite an accomplishment. So the Saints scored first when Derek Carr hit Juwan Johnson. And, man, what a game Juwan Johnson had. Look, this is a guy who, you know, we've criticized for dropping passes. Man, he was so focused on this game, and it just goes to show you what the Saints can do if they're focused and if they play together as a team. And they sure did that on Sunday. But the Saints scored first when Derek Carr hit Juwan Johnson for a four-yard touchdown pass. Derek Carr is at quarterback, has two receivers left, two right. Carr takes the snap, middle of the pocket, throws, caught, far side, touchdown. Jawan Johnson, second straight week for a touchdown as the Saints convert on a third and goal. And that's what you want to do. Take the ball, drive it right down their throats. Yes, yes. 
start the game off by doing something. And and the Saints did. you got to be happy with that. It was a big day for the Saints defense. And uh, Alante Taylor picked off Baker Mayfield in the second quarter. Second and seven. Mayfield has it. Mayfield keeps it, rolls to his right, lofting one towards the end zone. Good coverage by the Saints, and that is picked off by Alante Taylor at the two-yard line. Taylor turned around, had Trey Palmer in coverage, and Alante Taylor, who got benched last week, makes amends, and he comes back strong. Nephi Sewell is hurt on the sideline as well, but that's a heck of an interception by Alante Taylor. You know, we have talked about Taysom Hill and the predictability of the use of Taysom Hill. Well, they used Taysom Hill on a different route, and it paid off. This is uh, Taysom Hill pulling in a 22-yard touchdown pass that was perfectly placed by Derek Carr. There's the snap. Here comes pressure. Carr throws it towards the end zone looking for Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill makes the catch on the near side, and that is a touchdown for Taysom Hill. His second reception of the day. He's thrown a pass, caught a pass. Can't throw it any better. And the hits just kept coming for Baker Mayfield. He got hit again. So Zach Zach Bond um, uh, just just nailed him. Third and ten, minute 45. Ball remains at the 25 after the two incompletions. Saints bring a little pressure. Mayfield now scrambles, looking, but he'll go right down. He went right into the hands of Zach Bond. His second sack of the year, Zach Bond. And then Brian Brzee did it. Second down and three from the 49. Baker Mayfield goes back to throw, and he goes down. Brian Brzee, no face mask this time. Sack back to the 41-yard line of Tampa. All right, I mean, it's because of the holiday and all that went on, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I mean, it seemed like that game was a month ago, but it was just uh, this past Sunday. So how do you feel about the Saints? Now, some things need to happen, but the Saints did what they had to do, which was beat the Bucks. And now they have to do what they need to do next week, which is beat the Falcons in the Caesar Superdome. And, uh, you know, the Falcons, especially a quarterback, the Falcons are looking really, really weak. They were hot for a while this season. But, man, that is a doable win for the Saints. And that would be sweet revenge for the Saints. So looking forward to that. All right, if you want to join us on this uh, first day of uh, 2024 for our show, uh, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. All right, let's go to Long Island, New York. Frank, welcome to the show. Hey, Scooch. Glad you guys are made it through the new year. Happy Happy New Year, buddy. Same to you, Frank. Well, I got a few topics, but first of all, we got to say who that. Who that is right. <laughs> now, uh, I, mean, I love that LeBron James got beat and our Pelicans beat them. LSU was great. I really wish they would have put him in maybe one quarter, but that's fine. We won the game. Yep. With the Saints, I totally agree with you. It was the best weighted all season for Carr to be Carr and, and the best game he had for three quarters. I hate to throw monkey wrench to it, but if ever a coach should be fired with a big win, it should be that one. They played the last quarter. I totally understand running out the clock. But you got to still try to get first downs. They almost blew the game. Well, there was a you know, there was with, a time there, and I I see this happen too often with the Saints in, in in particular. But the you know the Saints get to a point where they they start to play a conservative and they start playing not to lose. And while you don't want to take lose. chances, you you still have to play with the same aggression and the same attitude that got you exactly. ahead in the first place. You can't give up on that. They forgot. 
they forgot about what what happened with the Green Bay game. Come on. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about Jim Harbaugh uh, uh, or uh, Belichick coming to the Saints? Uh, you know, look, I think that would be interesting. I mean, there's going to be a lot of talk, but from what I'm hearing, there's a report that the Saints are expected to keep Dennis Allen. I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think that decision yeah. is, is finalized, but they they expect to keep Dennis Allen and Derek Carr. Uh, Pete Carmichael's position might not be as secure, but I don't want to speculate yeah. too much because we'll, uh, you know, yeah, we, we don't know what's we don't know what's going to happen. Now. Look, you know, I don't yeah. like I don't like Jim Harbaugh. But you know, I I I I I liked him after the game. I I, I like some things that he said. I don't like Michigan. Right. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. I, almost uh, everybody was picking Alabama to win that game, and I said Friday, look, Me I don't too. know why people are against Michigan because I think Michigan is just a really tough team, and they're going to be hard to beat. And as it turned out, um, yeah, Michigan uh, beat Alabama. Uh, Alabama put up a, a hell of a. It's a great game, and then Washington yeah. beat Texas right here in the in the dome was, in New Orleans. The Sugar Bowl, another fun. I mean, I really, fun, really fun, entertaining games. Well, we all got a root for Carolina now next week, right? Oh, that's right. I mean, what are the chances? Not good, but it can happen. Hey, you never know. That's why they play the game. Hey, you know, right. some have a healthy New Year, and I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, you too, Frank. Thanks for uh, tuning in in Long Island. Uh, let's go to Walter on the North Shore. Hey, Walter, welcome to WWL. Hey, Scoot, how you doing? I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year uh, to you. The thing that aggravates me much about these college bowl games these days is all the star players not playing. I mean, if I go out and spend several hundred dollars on tickets to go to the Sugar Bowl or a nice bowl, and and they don't have the quality of players out on the field, it's pretty frustrating. I think in the long run, it's going to ruin the attendance at some of these games. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think in, in some ways the star players um, owe it to their their teammates to to at least play in, in the game and to at least be there. Maybe not play the whole game, but just at, at least be there. Although I agree with the texter just a few minutes ago, I'm glad that LSU uh, got a chance to see Garrick Nussmeyer, Nussmeyer and what he can do because he looks really, really sharp. And so... I mean, there's a lot to be positive about with LSU, but a uh, little work still needs to be done on uh, defense. All right, if you've got a comment on uh, this uh, first day of 2024 for our show, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back. Yeah, hey, you know, uh, I was listening to the second guest show with uh, Bobby and Mike from the Silver Slipper Casino, and even though LSU won, they were just bashing LSU's defense, saying, hey, if the uh, Tigers don't do something about their defense, they're going to be like uh, I don't know seven and five next year. I, I forgot what they, they they predicted, but it was not it was not it was not good. Anyway, you had to be proud though of LSU uh, winning that game. Uh, Wisconsin wasn't ranked, but boy, Wisconsin was in that game. And this was the ReliaQuest Bowl in Orlando, and LSU quarterback Garrett Nussmeyer really uh, looked uh, looked awesome. So a lot of reasons to be positive. Um, I still believe uh, Jaden Daniels uh, should have played. If you want to share your your thoughts on that, how'd you feel about seeing him on the sidelines cheering on his team but not not playing? I understand why he didn't, but uh, I think I think these players kind of owe it to the team and and maybe even the fans to some degree. Uh, to play at least uh, at least part of the game. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, so ESPN is apologizing after showing a woman flashing on Bourbon Street. The article says that uh, the incident occurred during the third quarter of the game in which Washington beat Texas 37-31. to 
another really good, good bowl game. Um, as the broadcast was uh, coming uh, back from commercials, they aired a clip of people walking down Bourbon Street in New Orleans' French Quarter. And it inadvertently showed a woman who pulled down her top and exposed her right breast. I want to be clear about this. It was not her left breast. It was her right breast. Um, I just think it's interesting that they made that distinction. It was a pre-recorded segment that's it's typical for these, these broadcasts or these sporting events. It's called B-roll. And they, uh, they showed this. I guess the question is, did the censors know? I mean, there's no, there's no censors. I don't think there are censors sitting around watching this. The censors are the people who are putting this together. And I don't think it would be out of the realm of possibility that ESPN knew that was in the B-roll. And they showed it anyway. It wasn't a live shot. So if they knew it was there, is it okay that they showed it? Is anybody freaking out over this? I mean, I remember, and you remember, how everybody reacted when Janet Jackson exposed her nipple. Remember the whole Nipplegate thing? Halftime show, Justin Timberlake, and something happens, and part of her nipple was, was exposed. It was referred to as a wardrobe malfunction, but come on, let's just be honest. Her nipple was exposed, and people across this country were freaking out. Like this was a horrible thing that, that happened. And what about the children watching? What about the children watching? I mean, it really didn't have an impact. And this is not going to have an impact either. I think it's good that ESPN apologized for it. But if it was a pre-recorded segment, it's hard for me to believe that the, the people working the game did not know that that woman exposed her breast in that video. Now, it is possible that they were really busy, and uh, it, just, it just happened. So that is, that is possible. But either way, you know, let's just set the record straight on this. This is not a big deal. And, and while it's inappropriate, that's all it is, inappropriate. It's not, going to, to, it's not going to change the sexuality of anybody. It's not going to cause anybody to turn into kind of a sex maniac. It's not going to have a tremendously negative impact on children. So um, I hope nobody's freaking out over this, but I understand why ESPN apologized. If you would like to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line, 504-260-1870. Let's go to Hammond and Laura. Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year, Scoot. Um, listen, I just want to talk, say something about the Saints. Okay. I'm a Saints fan. But this year, let's face it, they have been really bad at times. And what I don't understand is every time they win a game and do well, it's like, you know, they're going to the Super Bowl, they're a great team, and it's like the reality of it is, at best, they're a mediocre team. And, you know, yeah, they were able to put it together against the Buccaneers, but most of the time this year, they haven't. And it's it's kind of perplexing to me why, you know, they win a game, they play well, and all yeah. of a sudden all the problems that the Saints have, you know, are cured. I, you know, I, I, I just am perplexed by yeah. that. 
I, I understand, Laura. I don't think any of the problems are, are cured when they win. I think what is what is exposed when they win is the reality that they have the talent to win. They haven't had the focus to win. They haven't had the, the, the guidance to, to be a cohesive unit and win. They did that Sunday, and they have the talent to do that every week, but they haven't done that. And no team's going to go undefeated, but the Saints lost a lot of games they should have won. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it, it's like, I'm, I mean, I was, I was not a fan of Dennis Allen, and I'm still not, but I think until the Saints really consider making some serious coaching changes, you know, they're going to be at best a mediocre team. I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, and a lot of people share that opinion. Laura, Happy New Year, and I'm glad you uh, called the show. Thanks for being with us at the beginning of 2024. Let's go to Ian with some text messages. I'll try and be quick here. Here's a text that says, I missed the boob shot. Were they nice boobs? Um, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. Let's look it up and, and check it out. Okay. I mean, that's a legitimate question. It was. The, we know it was the right boob. Yeah, why would you qualify that? I don't know, but this, I'm, I'm reading the story verbatim, um, and the story says, um, it inadvertently showed a woman who pulled down her top and exposed her right breast. Okay. Uh, Soothsayer Sam is here today. He says, just think of the trauma that that woman caused to people who had never seen a breast. Oh, my God, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Yeah, I know. Let's let's get over it. I mean, I, I would like all of you to, to be soldiers out there in this world. And if anybody says anything about that on social media, please shut them down. Shut them down and shut them up because this is not a big deal. We've got a lot of important things to worry about, and this is not one of them. Uh, two more quick ones. Here's Danielle in Laplace, who says, I had a great New Year's Eve. I marched in the Sugar Bowl Parade. I'm a Mandeville milkshaker, North Shore Dance Group. I went to church, cooked cabbage and black-eyed peas. No alcohol. Pure fun. I'm glad the Saints won, and I'm listening to your show while I'm driving through this traffic. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry you're stuck in traffic, but I'm, I'm glad you're with I'm us. I'm glad we're here with you. Uh, I won't name this person because they, they didn't explicitly give me permission to say their name, but they say, I haven't texted you recently, but I've been sober from cocaine since August. New Year's generally was not a going out holiday. We stayed home. I had a couple of beers and I got lucky. Got some New Year's loving. Goes on to say, the universe must be rotating in my favor. I was at my buddy's bar, Sneaky Pete's, on Saturday afternoon and left with $2,250 from playing video poker. Wow. All in all, an excellent holiday. How are you going to win more than $2,000 playing video poker? I didn't know. That's... That that's, sounds that's, that's incredible. Like, yeah, I mean, you you know, you can hit a thousand dollars. Yeah, I know people who have done that. Wow. Uh, so that's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, I just thought we would you know talk uh, talk about what we did for for New Year's Eve. Where did you go? What what did you do? What did you celebrate? And I don't, I don't mind focusing on the people who did it totally sober, just to remind to remind all of us that you don't have to drink, you don't have to be on drugs in order to have a good time and and, and to celebrate. And if you if you can't have a good time without drugs or, or 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 alcohol, then I don't know. Maybe it's not that good of a party after all. All right, you got to comment the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. Well, Taylor Swift was at the KC game the other day, cheering for her boyfriend. Hey, look, you know what? It looks like um, it looks like this is continuing in, into the new year. And a celebrity astrologer says that their relationship is going to grow in the new year. Hmm. I'm Scoot. Happy New Year. And we'll be back on WWL. A sad day on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar on this day in 1981. David Lynch of the Platters died of cancer. He was only 51 years old. 
and he died in uh, Long Beach, California. And this was one of their their classic hits. And I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is bringing up memories of American Graffiti. I think this was on the American Graffiti soundtrack, but um, classic from the from the 50s. I'm Scoot on the air. Happy New Year! It is uh, January 2nd, 2024, and we had a had a great 2023, and we are going to work to make 2024 even better. And we can do that, of course, uh, with your help. And I, I love the way this audience participates in, in the show. All right. So, so if anybody sees anything on, on social media, is anything showing up? Is anybody upset about the woman showing her right breast on ESPN during the, the game last night during the Sugar Bowl? Is, is anybody upset about that? I mean, I know it's not like ideal, but um, I, I don't, you know, it, it I mean, it happened. I'm not so sure they didn't do it on purpose. I mean, because it gets people talking. And, I, you know, it, it's kind of like when an attorney in court says something that he knows is going to be thrown out with objection, but he says it anyway, and the jury hears it anyway. I mean, ESPN may be getting some credit for this, even though they're apologizing for it. I'm Scoot, and we'll be right back on WWL. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.